Hello, everyone. It's the Venice and Friends podcast. Yay, welcome. I'm super excited about our conversation today, and I am on uh, with Elena. Hey, Elena. Hey. <laughs> How's it going? I know I just asked you that. How's it going? I'm going to ask you again. <laughs> excited to be able to share about breakfast because like yes. I said you know that I have really been experiencing with so awesome well we're gonna dive right in so okay first of all there's controversy around breakfast some people say you don't need to eat breakfast. It's not and look I'm not here honestly guys I'm not here to say what you should do. And I think Elena's, we kind of have the same view on that. We're not necessarily yeah. telling you what you should do. We're not here to right. say our way is the way you better follow our way. No, we're just here to like give you some ideas. Um, and then you have to try it out because ultimately, and I mean, I'm a nutritionist. I'm like trained and like all that whole stuff, right? I think at the end of the day, people need to sort it out for themselves. Right. And that right. takes a little patience you know, uh-huh. which we won't even get into like the quick fix mentality that we're in, but we'll focus on breakfast. So the controversy of breakfast, should we be eating breakfast every day? Uh, what are your, what's your take on that or what works for you, Elena? Well, what works for me is to eat breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love, you know, I love to have breakfast. I really do. And I mean, like you said, it's different for everybody. Some people's like, I just don't, I'm not hungry. And I understand Mm -hmm. that. But for me, especially with diabetics, Mm -hmm. it's like, it's not about being hungry. It's about your body needs, you know, to get, and I really feel that our metabolism starts working once we start, you know, feeding our body. Yeah. So what what do you, uh, what can you tell us about that? Venice? What do you, I think I agree. I think that it really depends on the person. I think that we do need to have, I personally think, it works to have three meals a day. Now that may be controversial because there are some that only eat once a day. And my thought is I'm looking from how sustainable is our things. Is it uh-huh. sustainable to eat once a day for your whole life? I don't know. I don't think so. My assertion is no. The other thing is our body needs nutrients. You know, it's like our body is like this machine and it needs nutrients so that it can run. And how our body gets nutrients is from food. So eating makes a difference. (laughs) And the kinds of foods we're eating makes a difference. So I am a breakfast person. Now, what time do you eat your first meal generally? So I really don't have a specific time. It just depends like... (laughs) you know, how my morning is going, but I really like to have it before I go to clock into work at eight o'clock. Okay. Sometimes it doesn't happen that way, but yeah. for sure by my 10 30 break, uh, break. Yeah. I'm going to have breakfast if I missed out, you know, in oh, the morning. So yeah, I've been experimenting with, um, I haven't been real consistent. I kind of stay on for like six weeks and then I fall off, but I'm wanted, I my goal is to do a full 12 weeks of eating between 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. like in that window because uh-huh. one of the things I've been learning is like when we are in a fasted state it's so good for the body not just for weight loss okay I mean there is a 
benefit. Like you don't want to eat anything like two to three hours before you go go to bed because when you're sleeping, your body's turning all that food into, you know, energy. And it's like, hey, what do you want me to do with this extra energy? Because you're sleeping and you're not going to use it. So what it does is it stores it as fat. (laughs) So just a tip. You do not, if possible, try not to eat two to three hours before you go to bed. Okay. So, but beyond that, the body is, did you know like when we're in a fasted state, it helps our hormone production? I didn't know that until like three months ago. Yeah, the body is doing all this internal work when and repair when we're sleeping. And it's right. better if we're in a fasted state. So I'm trying to have my first meal at 9 a.m. I'm finding that it's hard with my schedule. Like I have to really just lay out my morning. Right. But I also have learned that it is more beneficial if we can eat with more on a, on a schedule more for the body. So I'm trying Mm -hmm. to get myself into like a routine. So Mm -hmm. 9am generally 9.30, I'm starving my 9.30. So my body's (laughs) like, Hey, what are you doing? Because you know, (laughs) yeah, you're training me. So you got, you better be consistent girly. So yeah, that's my morning. Now, in, do you prefer chewing or drinking in terms of smoothies for breakfast? What's your take? I drink. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, See, mm-hmm. I'm a chewer. I Anybody that's followed me for a while, you know, Venice is not a big smoothie person. <laughs> and <laughs> it's only because I like chewing. For me, I get a lot of enjoyment out of, oh, this wonderful omelet or whatever. It's about the whole experience of eating for me, right? right. Uh, and my husband, he's more utilitarian. He's like, I don't really care. Just give me what I need. <laughs> like, that's Don. He's like very practical yeah. like that. I'm like, yeah. it has to look pretty. And I really want it to look like with colors. <laughs> no, Vince, my husband is like, he has to have something to eat. Like, he has to have something to chew on. <laughs> Vince and I. Yeah, yeah. And it has to be like something. I don't want to be full and stuffed after breakfast, but I do want to feel like I've eaten, right? And for me, a smoothie just doesn't quite cut it. Tell us about what your smoothies are for breakfast and how do you put yours together? So normally what I do with my smoothies is I just, I use the, the almond milk, yeah. unsweet almond milk. I mean, a lot of people just, you know, I guess it's just like me. I didn't know before. It's like, okay, it's almond milk. Yeah. Okay. The unsweetened is a lot better for us if, if we're watching, you know, our sugars and especially, you yeah. know, with people with diabetes, but yeah. I start with almond milk. I like to put my spinach in there and my avocado in there. I love avocado. Me Isn't it amazing? Like how that one thing, it makes it so creamy. I started, it really does. I started it adding does. one for Dawn smoothie and he was like, what did you do? Like, oh, it's so delicious. I was like, I added a half an avocado. He was like, what? Yeah. 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 And so I like to add the banana and uh, strawberries. And if mm-hmm. I have, a, right now I have a big bag of wild berries. That it's like, mm-hmm. I bought it at Costco's. And it's like, why hadn't I ever, you know, it's frozen uh, wild berries. Yeah. And I ever thought about that. I always buy the, you know, little packages and, you know, it's, yeah. they're expensive. They are. So, um, so that's, you know, basically what I have now. Yeah. Sometimes I like to add my, of course I put my protein powder in there as well mm-hmm. because I, I make it like a meal. It's not just, you know, a yeah. shake. I like make mm-hmm. it a breakfast meal. Mm-hmm. And 
um, sometimes what I do is I add chocolate to it. And oh, that, that is really delicious. That's awesome. I don't all the time because I really like the greens, you yeah. know, but I, I do like to add the, the chocolate to it. Ooh. Okay. Uh-huh. So I hear you have, because I'm all about macros and balancing. So your carbohydrates are the fruits and like the spinach, which is a vegetable. And then um, your essential fats are the avocado. avocado. And mm-hmm. then your protein is the protein powder. Right. So right. that makes it a balanced meal versus just a shake, which, you know, right. my thing is at every meal, we want to try to have balanced meals because our body needs all of the nutrients, all three right. of them. And I, I um, think that, you know, right now in our society, we're heavy on carbohydrates. Uh-huh, and then uh-huh. maybe we're heavier on the protein, but the essential fats, they're like the unsung heroes. They never right. get a lot of attention. And then it's uh-huh. like, well, what do I eat to get fats? You know, so avocado is a great fat for a smoothie. Chia seed. You can add chia, ground chia seed or flax seed into your smoothie. And the other thing with that is it's fiber. Uh-huh. I mean, you can put like a whole tablespoon in there. Go ahead, do it, because the body needs those omega-3 fats. They're really right. good for brain health. I mean, there's a lot of benefits for essential fats. Brain health mm-hmm. is just one of them, and omega-3 fats are really good for brain health versus the omega-3 and the, uh, the omega-6 and 9s. So really great job. Um, another thing you could do to add essential fats in breakfast is flax oil. So Uh I have my first introduction to really intentional eating with omegas was Barleen's. Barleen's flaxseed oil has been around forever, like at least 25 to 30 years. It comes in it's so it's awesome that you're saying that, Venice, because I just got introduced to that. Oh, Barleen's, yeah. I mean, we have some in our our fridge. We always have Barleen's. You can yeah. get it on Amazon too. Like it's really easy to get if there's not one at your local grocer. Yeah, I went everywhere looking for it. And finally I said, okay, I'm just going to order it through Amazon like I was advised to. So yeah. it's like, but I just started that last week. Yeah. And what I was, I, if I don't, like yesterday I added it to my smoothie. Mm-hmm. But if I don't, I just take, you know, two tablespoons yeah, of it. And it's, just- you know, it doesn't taste bad at all. Now, my husband, bless his heart, you know, he's kind of like into flavors. So he was like, that Barleen stuff tastes nasty. Now, because it's flax. <laughs> Flaxseed has a particular taste, right? We got the Barleen's orange swirl. Oh, It is okay. delicious. So, and it's not loaded with, you know, sugar, but it's got like an orange flavor to it and it's kind of creamy. It's actually really good. So for Don, he likes the orange swirl. Um, and then oh. I, I'll just take the regular stuff because yeah. I don't really care. I'll have to order my next bottle then and just try it different, try it you know. Yeah, try it I- out. Give give it to Vince. Yeah, Vince, take this. <laughs> so smoothies are a great breakfast option um, for eating. Now, this is something I really try to do. I'm big on like heavy vegetable breakfasts. And so I will do a lot of vegetables. And my favorite way to do breakfast is like more sauteed vegetable style. 
I'll do mm. peppers and tomato and red onion and sweet potato. Mm -hmm. And I'll do like almost like a hash, you know, um, mm -hmm. and then I'll add like some egg to it. So it's more like I'm trying to get a lot of vegetables at breakfast. Um, and, you know, sometimes I just go vegetarian and I won't eat any egg at all. I will also do like chicken sausage, um, things that are like clean chicken sausage. And I can get that at the grocery store or like or at the health food store. But our grocer usually has like a decent chicken sausage. I like um, Applegate Farms. Theirs is a really good quality chicken sausage. So you could do that. Then there's like turkey bacon. I don't really know if you get a lot of protein though. Like the whole goal is to have a balanced meal. So right. at every breakfast meal, you want like 21 grams of protein minimal. And if you look on the label, it'll tell you like how many grams you're getting per serving. Right. So you do want to take a look at that and try to have 21 grams at every meal. Um, and then your fats. So I do a lot of avocado because it's easy and I love avocado. Like when I was a kid and we lived in Puerto Rico, literally our backyard, we had avocado trees. So we'd oh, go wow. like every day awesome. and just pick an avocado from the tree. And that was that was dinner. You know, we had it along with our dinner meal. So that's a very like in my background, I'm very accustomed to that, that kind of food, you yeah. know? Um, so avocado, you could also do, see the thing with salmon is that it has to be wild caught salmon yes. to get yes. the omegas and it's right. kind of on the pricey side. So yeah. I typically only buy wild caught when it's on sale. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise I'm like, mm, I'll pass. I'll just eat some more avocados. Um, right. But the other question about avocados uh Benice, like i love avocados i can eat a whole avocado and i buy my avocados from costco so they're big avocados yeah <laughs> before it was like i could eat a whole avocado until i found out like okay elena you don't need to eat a whole avocado so now i cut it in half mm -hmm. so like what is a recommendation for an avocado for you know uh, not the small avocados, but like just a medium avocado. Mm -hmm. uh, like really, okay, so this is a, a a really great question because part of it depends on your view if you're a calorie counter or not. So any fat has um, calories and fats have a lot of calories, okay? So if you're counting your calories, then you really want to limit it to probably depending on the size of an avocado. If it's a small avocado, then you probably want to limit it to like, you know, you cut it like a fourth or less because you're getting a lot of calories. If it's a large avocado, I would cut it into like cut it in half and then cut that into fourths and then have one eighth. Does that make okay. sense? If you're really watching your calories. Okay. Now, if you're not watching your calories, but you're more like, I'm just going to eat really balanced meals, then if right. it's a large avocado, I would have like a quarter versus one eighth. Mm -hmm. And then if it's, um, if it's a small avocado, I would do a quarter versus an eighth. You want the, you want the fats. So right. I was trained more traditionally by the, my, the medical doctor who trained me after I had my degree in nutrition <laughs> to really not count calories. And he taught yeah. me, he said, look, 
teach people how to eat balanced meals, encourage them to move their bodies. And if they're, they're going to lose weight. And, um, I have, cause I started in the medical clinic as a nutritionist. That was my first job out of college and people were losing weight and they were not counting calories. So yeah. I am a, a living witness that you don't have to count calories to lose weight. Now that being uh. said, everyone is different. So right. for some people like Janice, I love Janice's story. She's a, a friend of ours who <clears throat> has Janice's transformation. Go check her out. You know, she lost over a hundred pounds counting calories. So, <clears throat> excuse me, if that works for you, or if that clearly worked for her, you got to do what works for you. Right. It's like that's how we started this conversation. Is you know we're really not here to tell you what to do. Um, I know it can be easier for people just to tell you what to do, but that's not what we do. Now you know, hey, I have done nutrition consulting, and you can have a guide, someone who's walking alongside you, but. At the end of the day, you got to figure out what works for you. You got to figure out what you can actually do. Like, uh-huh. am I going to do this? And that's always where I think from is, am I going to do this in the next five years? No, I'm probably not going to do that. So I'm always looking at that from that lens. Now, you know, am I going to be able to sustain this? Now, sometimes you have a quick start, like a jump start, and then you'll find your balance, like maybe do something more extreme. I have a dear friend who needs to lose like a lot of weight, and she's looking at doing something more on the rapid side so that she can get the results. But for her, it's dependent on her health. She has to lose like some serious amount of weight for health reasons. So I, I mean, it depends on where you're at. That's my point. So breakfast... You know, we talk about foods to eat. Are there any things, any particular meals you like that you want to share with us? Mine is so my vegetables. I have created my oatmeal bowl. Oh, awesome. <laughs> what is that? I just created a new breakfast. Yay. I mean, most of the time when I used to eat oatmeal, it was just real plain oatmeal, yeah. you know? And a lot of the times it was like a quick, you know, rush and I use the little packets, yeah. which, you know, learn not to use the packets, oh, yeah. and, you know, for a long time now, but yeah. I like to add a lot to my oatmeal. So, you know, I'll, I'll add my apples and my either walnuts or almonds. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I like to ha- I have apples and cinnamon, Yeah, you know, so it's like, I'm just adding all, it's just not oatmeal, you know, and to me, I don't use sugar. So my cinnamon, I mean, and apples, oh my God, it tastes so good. You have like a lot of natural (laughs) sugar. It's like you're having an oatmeal party. (laughs) It's a party. Bring all the friends, bring the apples, bring the almonds. Or you add to your oatmeal, you know, the better, it's not this bland, just oatmeal, you know, so. I love it. You could try also, so because you're getting your carbohydrates from the oats and also the fruit, you could, and of course, your essential fats you're getting from the almonds. You could add chia seeds in there for essential fats. But the other thing you could do is experiment with putting a protein powder in the oatmeal. Really? Yeah. So like if you do get a protein powder that you really like, like for instance, let's say you get like a chocolate right? Or a mocha and you sift it in where it's really fine, you know, Uh like the sifter, 
and yeah. then mix it really well. You might want to oh, try that out because then you're getting your protein. So it is more of a balanced meal. Oh, I sense? never thought about that, Venice. I'm going to use my protein powder yeah, in there. But I recommend you sift it because, you know, when you if sift it, yeah, okay, it, it's really fine. Yeah, because then it doesn't get chunky because then you're like, oh, yeah. it's all chunky in there. No. Yeah. So yeah. the other thing, too, is this is just I don't know how much your servings are, but oats and fruit have a lot of their car. Remember, they're carbohydrates, so they're going to convert into energy, which is what we need. However, we don't necessarily need a carbohydrate overload, like a lot of carbohydrates, you know, which gets uh -huh. into how many carbs do I need a day, which we could talk about that in another conversation, but not now. But I, my general rule of thumb is like measuring with your eyeball. So about the size of your fist of oats, so that you're limiting that um, the amount of carbohydrates. This is important, especially if you are A, diabetic or pre-diabetic or if you're really wanting to lose weight you want to be cautious of your portion sizes if you're uh -huh. like not trying to lose weight you don't have any you know blood sugar concerns go for it but you do want to just be cautious with that if you're trekking your your sugars so I rarely right. do oatmeal and for me it's because of the carbohydrates I really do watch my carbs if I do, I will always do steel cut oats, yeah. which is a very dense carbohydrate. You can cook them overnight. I need to get Janice's, um, Janice has this pampered chef thing she does with the oats. Have you seen that? Have you gotten one yet? Yeah, I got one. Is it good? <laughs> yeah. I need to get yeah. one. You need to tell me who your pampered chef person is. We'll do that offline because my pampered chef person moved away and I haven't, um, really talk to her. I don't know where she is on Facebook even anymore. So, all right. Well, that's another conversation. <laughs> we'll have to talk about gadgets, you know, yeah. kitchen gadgets, which do you use and why do you like them? So well, oh that's another, we'll, maybe do, we'll do that when we have our next uh, cooking deal. So awesome. Anything else before we go? Well, I, what I did want to say is for breakfast, I mean, I never thought, you know, that uh, vegetables would be for breakfast. But, you know, yes. sometimes depending on my schedule, you know, I will grab some carrots and some, I like to slice my cucumbers already so that way if I feel mm -hmm. like, okay, I just want something to chew on, yeah. I go to the refrigerator and I get my cucumbers. So mm -hmm. it's like, of course, you know, egg with spinach is always yes. good. Um, what I love now is um, I bought uh, some, I can't remember the name of the bread, uh -huh. but not very much bread. Um, and I, <coughs> I toasted with avocado and an egg. Oh, yes. And it's so delicious. Like <laughs> toast, um, is it like Ezekiel bread? It's not the Ezekiel. I did buy me the Ezekiel, uh, the raisin bread. Yes. It is so delicious. But Ezekiel's very it dense. Yeah, it has a lot of sugar, so that's just like a treat. Mm -hmm. But this is, I cannot remember the brand. Oh, my ah. goodness. The comments. I'll okay, put it cool. in the comments. Yeah, sounds good. Um, I know I've been trying one. What's it called? I'll leave it in the comments, too. It, I, I There's two I've tried recently. They have no wheat in them. They have, like, tapioca yeah. and brown rice flour. 
and I can do those. My body doesn't react. I don't, my body does not like wheat. Anytime I do it, I start itching. So I really try to stay away from wheat. Um, I was going to say, cause like not everybody wants to cook breakfast in the morning, like cooking, cooking. So I'm uh-huh. a big make ahead meals person. So what I'll do is one day a week, I'll make a batch of pre-cooked vegetables and then I'm just warming them up. I'm not really cooking. So generally my breakfast cooking time is like eight minutes. It's really fast. I don't play around. So there's things you can do ahead of time. Like you could make your steel cut oats ahead of time because it takes forever to cook oats, real oats, you know, right? you could do your vegetables ahead of time. I love the whole thing with the toast, with the avocado, you know, you're getting your essential fats with, I'm always thinking every time I have a meal, I'm thinking from where's my macros. So with the toast, you're getting your carbohydrates from the toast. You're getting your essential fats with the avocado. And if you do the egg, you're getting protein. So that's a balanced meal. Um, With the steel cut oats, you you add the protein powder and you can get your oats. You could do some hard boiled egg too if you want in addition to the oats. So there's different ways. Or I will do a lot of times those little round chicken sausages or ch- uh, sausage links from Applegate Farms. So I'm getting the protein. It's In my experience, most people are not getting enough protein and they do not get hardly any essential fats in every meal. So right. for those of you who are listening, I really encourage you, what are your macros? And I actually have a free PDF that I made that has like superfoods and a really cool... Um, like a shopping list, I'll put it in the comments and it's just a good kind of healthy foods to reach for. And these are superfoods. So superfoods are going to be high in antioxidants, you know, good protein sources and really great essential fat sources. So I'll put that in the link as well. Anything else, Elena? I can't think of anything ah! else. I'm- I know. I'm hungry too. Just talking about breakfast, my body. I'm like, wait a minute. You're an hour ahead of schedule, body. Two hours. Slow down there. <laughs> All right. I'll talk to you later. Okay. Bye. Have a good day. Thanks. Bye. Bye.